There's only one section of that song I would have changed. It wasn't us holding him, it was him holding us. Every step of the way. If that's your testimony, give God some praise tonight. Father, even now, we thank you that through all that we've been through, even when we didn't recognize it was you, it was you on our side all the time. Father, as we look back now, we can see more clearly it was you. It was you. And Father, you really meant for it to make us better and not bitter. Father, today, move Tracy out the way. Speak your word through your spirit. Let me only say that which you want me to say. So Lord, you just Hide me behind your Shekinah glory. And you speak into the minds, the hearts, the spirits of those that are listening. We thank you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Give God some praise in the house. We are working on the 15th sermon of this series. And today, I'm looking at just that word, stand. And we are dealing with fight for your godly identity. You, you can say image there too. And stand. And stand. And stand. Reading from Ephesians chapter 6, you don't have to stand, but please listen. Family, my brother, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. His might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wows, the strategy, the method, the plans, the, the schemes of the devil. We do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. That is the regiment of demons that are working with Satan to deceive us, to seduce us, to belittle us, to, to, to impede us from moving forward in our Christian journey. We know that one-third of the angels left with Satan. Satan deceived them, and now they are demons. And they are opposed to God. 
and opposed to all humanity. Opposed to all humanity. He says, for that reason, therefore, because of this truth, because of whether you recognize it or not, this is the war that we are in, and this is greater than any other war because it's a war over the eternity of our souls. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that is, that which God has provided for each and every one of us who know him, that, watch it, so that you would be able to withstand in the evil day and haven't done all to stand even now. I believe that one of the the battle is a rage over two things because if, if Satan can deceive us at these two points, we are deceived. Well, one of them is, is God. What, what do you really think about God? God our Father, the God Jesus Christ, God the Holy Spirit. If you miss that, you are already walking in darkness. And even us as Christians who, who have accepted Jesus Christ, the, the battle is about how do you perceive God our Father? Do you see him as a loving God? Do you see him as a caring God? Or do we doubt <laughs> when things don't go our way? How we perceive God and what we know about God is under attack each and every day. Whether we're standing and trusting him and have an expectation in the future is under attack every day. Okay, let me, let me prove that. When, when, when something goes wrong and life disappoints you, we look at God. Our opinion of God, our understanding of God, many times changes based on human circumstances. Instead of trusting the word of God, we, we change like the wind based on what's happening in our lives. God, God's character cannot change. So God is who he is. Even when the situation that we're going through changes. But wait a minute. God didn't tell us to put our faith in situations. Real faith is that at the end of the day, when you don't understand, that we will be able to say, Lord, I still trust you. I don't understand, I got questions, I don't know why, I don't know what, but Lord, based on what you have already done in my perfect song, I never would have made it mean you've been through something. It means that God has brought you through, God has kept you through, God has made a way, God has proven himself, you have already tasted and seen that God is good. Many times you can't, you can't view life from where you are and think you can interpret it. 
You don't interpret God from a world's view. You don't interpret God based on your feelings. You got to tell your feelings to sit down and shut up sometimes. God is so meticulous in his dealing with us that he will never give you more than what he has enabled you to stand if you just use what he has already taught you. <laughs> Satan is always manipulating. He's always in the background. He's always speaking his mess. He, he makes us doubt God. And watch this. Then he makes us doubt who we are in God. You, you, got, you, got, you got to come to the place to realize you're not who, who grandpapa said you was. You are not what mama did or daddy did. You are not what the world see you as. That, that what, what, what Christ has done or who God says should overrule, superrule everything that has ever happened in your life. You got to get to a place, you got a Teflon spirit, Teflon, that when folks throw mess at you, it runs right off. <laughs> Listen, you can't stop folks from throwing mess. Messy folks throw mess, but you don't have to take it within your heart. Guard your heart. Talk to your neck and guard your heart. Guard your heart. If that means you got to stay off of Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, whatever else they got out there, stay off of it. Because messy folks going to write messy stuff. And if you're not strong enough, God has to tell your dad, I'm making God my mirror. Because God will show you who he has created you to be. It, it, it's amazing how, how the church of Corinth had a lot of problems. But, 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 but in the beginning, Paul said, saints, not sinners, saints, they was jacked up from the floor up. Saints? <laughs> because their identity was not based on how low they was living. Their identity was based on, on how God has called them up. Your identity is based on the, the new you in your spirit. We, we, we are learning to, to, to move into who we are. We, we are constantly becoming. So, so God don't speak to, to where, we, where we are, at, where we actively live. He speaks to what he has placed in us already. Uh, let me go back to that. In your spirit, you are everything God has called you to be. 
Nah. So somebody need to help me with this. Listen, say, I, I'm already in. In my spirit is finished. Let's say that with me. In my spirit is finished. But I have to catch up to. In my thinking, in my emotions, in my walk, I have to catch up to what God has already done in me. Turn, turn, turn. It's a process. It's a process. That's why he, he says, he says, what's his, he, he don't say go get the power. He's, he already said the power is already available to you. The strength is already available to you. The armor is already yours. Put it on. It, it, it's, it's, not, it's not that God has, has held back. He has already provided. It's just that we haven't taken on. You know what we take it on? In our thinking. In our faith. What voice are we listening to? Just because we read it don't mean we believe it. There's a whole lot of things I read that, that and I know God's word is true, but I haven't attained to it yet because there's more doubt than faith. That's the, that's the battle. That's where Satan wants, he wants us to stay in unbelief and doubt. The children of God, God, God said, God, God said, the land, I have already given it to you. I have already defeated the most powerful empire on the earth, Egypt. I brought you through the Red Sea. I, 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 I destroyed them with their own gods, and I brought you out with spoil. Now I want you to go into this land, and I want you to defeat these people who are a lesser people. <laughs> who are a lesser people than the Egyptians I delivered you from. In fact, what I've already done with you is so awesome. They're talking about you and they're scared of you. They already know your God is God. <laughs> they have already heard all the stories that I, matter of fact, they are more amazed of your story than you are amazed of your story. Now all you have to do is trust that I'm the same God that brought you out of that is gonna take you into that. Somebody said the same God that brought me out of that is gonna keep me in this and take me through that. The same God, the same God, the same power, the same glory. Our text talks, there's two words that I want to tap into. It's, it's the standing that, that enables us to move forward. Unless you stand, you can't move forward. The stand means that there's no room for moving backwards.
<laughs> you can't stand today, move backwards tomorrow, which means you never really stood. You never required it. You never made it yours. There are biblical truths you have to make yours. There are some things that you know today that you didn't know yesterday. And, and you have made a point. I will not move backwards. The one thing you got, I got, that God gave us that requires us to grow is our faith. You can do works without faith and it counts for nothing. You, 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 can do, you can do a whole lot of church stuff, but you ain't doing it in faith, and God says. You can come to church every time the church door is open, but you're not trusting God, and God says. You can be the busiest person in the church trying to work your way to heaven and, and you go straight to hell because you didn't have faith in him. He did it all. He already paid the price. He, he just want me to, to want us to walk in him, to, to lean into him. So, so, so this, this, this stand, not withstand yet, but stand. This is what it means in the Greek. It means to, to abide. That regardless of your feelings, regardless of, 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 of what else is going on, that there are some truths about God. There are some truths in his word. There's some truths about what God says about you. That, that you're not going back to what you used to be. Yeah, you ought to be so far removed from where God first caught us that our thinking is different, our attitude is different, our talk is different because that doesn't fit us no more. If you go back to it, it don't taste good. Even if you try it on, it don't fit right. Yeah. No, I ain't gonna ask that. I ain't gonna say that. I, I was gonna say, one day start trying to go back and cuss the way you used to. It don't even sound right. You can't even do it no more. Uh-uh. Don't even try. Never mind. Or maybe I should ask, do you cuss the way you used to? Change comes from within. That as the Spirit of God moves us, we begin to ab abide in what? Abide in the character of who we know he is. 
that nothing can change it. That's the story of Joel. He knew enough about God's character that no matter what the devil threw at him, he was able to say, God, I know you too well to know that you're not causing this evil to come my way. So I will not accuse you of evil. I know you. And I'm going to buy where, where you have every day. We are under attack. And the question is, are we slipping and sliding? Or is there a point where, because, because, because there's nothing to guard your back. All your armor is, is that the attack is coming at you, that you are talking truth. You are speaking truth to yourself. You are speaking if you're not speaking faith more than on Sunday, you're not speaking enough faith to yourself. Part of the battle is what are you saying? What, what are you allowed to enter your thinking? Your, 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 what's coming close to you? What are, how are you feeding yourself? We got to be careful because the battle is that whatever is, 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 is flooding our thinking, you can go to bed after watching something and you would dream about. That means then that after we close our eyes, TV is off, music is off, it is still activated somewhere in our thinking and emotions. If that is true on the natural level, don't you think it's true on the spiritual level? Wake up and wonder, where'd that come from? Something you watched on TV. I, I know it seems funny, but what's this? The devil's playing for keeps. We better be playing for keeps too. It means it means it means to establish. He said, matter of fact, it's a covenant. You ought to be making a covenant with God's word. I believe that. Amen means I agree. Surely it's going to come to pass. There will be truths that, that you hear. You ought to go back and say, I agree. I make a covenant with this truth, and I'm going to stand on it until it manifests itself in my life. Because if God said it, it's true. Matthew 5, 3 and 8, it says, it's the beatitude. And the first beatitude says, God blesses those who are poor in spirit or who recognize their need. The first place that God has to do with us is tear us down from depending on what we think, what, who we are, the idols that we have set up. Because we don't come in Christianity a, a, a blank, yeah, a blank sleep. We come in full of mess. 
How can I say this? I was so full of mess, it took three and a half years of God working on me, one-on-one, in the Word, Holy Spirit, prayer, before he let me come to church. He had to, he had to pull away the, the thoughts of myself, the self-hatred, the, the, the just, ooh. One of the greatest things I said, that I say that has happened in my life is the weight is gone. The weight that was on me was enough to kill me. He is trying to remove all of us out of that, that we would begin to taste and see how good he is, and it makes you want more. That's another word he says. He says, withstand. I said, well, let me go into the Greek and see what this means. Oh, now, now it done got deeper. <laughs> he says, withstand means to resist. It's when you are in an active, active attack. It's when the devil has picked you out. And you say, why me? Because the devil picked you out. <laughs> okay? Why? Because he, he is now trying to move you back, impede your forward walk. He is mad because you're moving closer. So now there is an active attack. And, and watch this. And he will set fires all around you to get your mind out of alignment. He'll use your family. He'll use your job. He'll use anything that, 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 that will get you emotionally. You cannot allow, we cannot allow our emotions to control us. Every time I've allowed my emotions to control me, I find myself out of alignment with God and I have to get back in order. We have to learn to pray before we speak. Pray before we act. Uh, some folks provoke us. Have you ever been provoked? Anybody in the house other than me ever been provoked? So, so, so you got to sometime before you. Before you go there. Before you say that. Lord, help me. Because <laughs> if you don't, you be sitting in jail someplace and, how did I get here? <laughs> Trying to move us out of, so we have to learn this is battle. Turn to the, this is battle. He's teaching us battle. So, so withstand me, withstand, stand against, oppose. The picture I got in this is this, lean into Jesus more. 
what I was doing, what you was doing, when we was able to stand is not enough when trouble comes. That will not enable you to stand. There's times when you got to read more, get into his presence more, fast more, steal away more, turn off the TV and shut all that down and recognize, Lord, I need to lean more into you because the shift has happened and Satan is coming at me, so I'm going to withstand. You know what God is doing in this in his word? Giving us strategy to win. He's literally, this is not God do it all. No, I, we are participating with God in the battle, and he has already given us everything, but we have to participate and watch it. And as, we walk, as he walks with us in it, we learn more about him. We experience the power of God more. We experience the love of God more. Everything is wrapped up around the cross, which displays the love of God towards us. And the resurrection, which displays the power of God towards us. And it is actively available 24-7. And what I realize is that, is that, is that, that, that we don't make it a priority to abide. How can I say this? Every time you and I put a body and step over into the flesh, it brings hurt our way. Standing here, assured of this, withstanding, but the moment I allow it to move me back a half a step, I doubt where I was standing. Unless I fight my way back up, the doubt that, that, that moved me back begins to move me back another. When you hear about Christians that have having a great fall, they didn't fall overnight. You know, nobody was falling. You don't see it yet. But, 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 there's a, but there's a gradual, and, and you know what? And, and say, say, you go in the church, it's okay. You're just like everybody else, don't worry about it. <laughs> After a while, we begin to rationale our thinking. And after we rationale our thinking, we begin to rationale our actions. Hmm. Someone said, warfare. <laughs> this is warfare. This is warfare. And, and, and watch this. See, we're staying in that evil day, and watch this. 
and haven't done all that he has enabled, all that he prompts you to do. Yeah, you know what's so amazing? Is, is that, that, that in that time, while Satan is, is, is throwing, speaking, doing all that, God is speaking too. <laughs> now hold on now. Satan is yelling, shouting. He, he's doing earthquakes, flashes, and God is speaking in a still, small voice in your spirit and will navigate us all the way through it. Just because it's chaotic on the outside don't mean you have to be chaotic on the inside. Just because, just because, just because everybody else is losing their mind don't mean you need to lose your mind. Proverbs 29, 18. He said, where there is no vision, no, no redemptive revelation of God. That means where, where you don't have an expectation for the future. Where we don't see who we are in Christ before us. When we're not striving and see where God wants to take us in every way. If we don't see a better us before us, we don't have nothing to hold on to. God wants to show you a, a vision of you that is better than what you are, and it speaks to the inner core of your spirit heart. Remember that verse that he gives you the desire of your heart? I got a question. Which heart is asking you? Your born-again heart or your fleshly heart? God's not going to give you the desire of your fleshly heart. He wrote that whole text about abiding in him, which means it's talking about your spirit heart. And God gives you desires of what you should be in your spirit heart. And the more you look to him, the more you lean on him, the clearer that vision becomes. And you begin to say, I want that. Lord, I, I, I want to be what you are showing me. And watch this. So, so even when Satan throws everything at you, because you're holding on to the future of where God has called you to, because you're holding on to the experience how God has kept you to keep you here, there's nothing the devil can do to take you off track. And when you fall, you have the forewithness to get back up because what you see God has for you is better than what you're going through. I got a question. Is there anybody in the house believe that what God has for you in the future is better than what you're going through? So therefore, you have made up your mind that you're going to trust him all the way. Oh, oh, oh. When God got something for you, you don't care what nobody else is doing or saying because you know what God has for you is for you. 
and God keeps on making it clear so you hold on to your integrity. You keep praying. You keep walking. You keep doing the things that you need to do that stand. And when you can't, you keep moving forward. He's not just the God of our past. He's the God of our right now. And he's the God of our future. And God is up to something. Turn to your neighbor and say, he's up to something. He's up to something for me. Now, now hold on, hold on. What we don't understand, and I'm going to shut it down. You can forfeit. You can forfeit the blessing that God has. Hold on. The blessing that got your name on it. (laughs) You can forfeit the purpose that God has your name on. You can forfeit what God always intended before the foundation of the world. You know why? If you keep on choosing Satan instead of choosing God. Oh, you don't hear me. God has more for you than you have for yourself. And since he created for you in your spirit, it is more fulfilling than anything the devil has for you. But if you keep on playing with the devil, God will say, go eat. Apparently, you don't want what I got. So have your way. Have your full. And what we don't understand is that when we eat what the devil has, after a while we realize it's curse. It's like being blindfolded and what we're eating is magnets. Fleas. Mess. Leeches. And we say, <laughs> and think it's good. Brag about it. It's amazing the stuff I hear people brag about. And I'm thinking, really? And I understand darkness is being blind and can't see, can't understand. When God keeps turning up the light, (laughs) oh my, oh my Lord. As God keeps on letting you see from his point of view, you refuse to settle for Anything less. When you begin to realize how much he loves you, how much he cares, and that God is trying to get you to a place where you're walking in power, you're walking in authority. That's why Paul could say, I don't want to be a Pharisee anymore. Let me humble myself 
under the mighty hand of God because in Jesus, there's real power. Listen, listen, he went from being the top of the world in the Jewish society to being low and down. But guess what? When Paul came into town, the demons trembled. Hallelujah! He turned the city upside down. The demons said, I know Jesus and I know Paul, and Paul is a mighty shut your mouth. I don't know about you. I want spiritual power. I want that God can use me. I want that demon said, don't mess with him. I want to be what God has called us. More light, turn, turn to your name and say, more light. I want more light. I want to see through the Lord's eyes. I want to see what he has for me. Lord, teach us when we have done all to stand. If I got to stand crying, <laughs> and you got to stand there, <laughs> if you got to stand by yourself, if you got to stand and let people talk about you, if you got to stand and people are, are leaving you, if you got to stand and family members don't understand you, if you got to stand and, and, and folks think you're crazy, stand. When all else has failed, stand. When all hell breaks, you stand. When nothing else can help you, stand. Because when God come get you, he's gonna start lifting you. And can't nobody stop God from blessing you. Stand. Turn to them and say, stand. Stand. Do all the hell, stand. Do all the hurt, stand. Do it all, stand. The minister's gonna be standing right there. There's somebody, you got a private battle going on and nobody really knows what you're going through. Matter of fact, you may know a family member. Won't you go get them? There's two things. If you want a personal prayer, or if you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, Grab them, they will take you in the room, they will pray with you. If you're out of fellowship and you need to be under a covering of a church where the word is being preached and God is telling you here, or we seeing you someplace else, grab, talk to them. If you've just been gone for a long time and you want to reconnect First with God. And you want that personal touch, grab one of them. For those that are listening, for those that are in the house, you want to accept the Lord Jesus Christ. You, you can say, Lord, come into my heart. 
Lord, I need you. I want you. I believe you died for me and rose for me. And today, I want what you have for me. I'm tired. In the house, if you want to come to the altar, we're going to pray. There's power when we pray together. There's power when we connect with one another. If you want to come, come on, come on. Connect, connect, connect. And if there's somebody next to you or somebody you know that needs to go get them and bring them and stand with them as we rebuke Satan together. The devil is a liar and the truth is not in him. And we're going to stand in the power of the name of Jesus. If you want to stand in your seat and connect, touch the neighbor next to you, and we, we go, we go, come on, come on, come on, come on. That's power when the children of God stand together. He said, come to the throne room boldly, like, like we know who we are in him. Touch, Lord. Touch, Lord. Touch, Lord. As your children come into the throne room, as your children gather at your feet, we come with faith, Lord. We come believing, Lord. We come knowing that you are our Heavenly Father and you have already proven your love towards us. Lord, you did it at Calvary and you showed us your power that you have extended towards when you got up all power in your hands. Father, we bind Satan in the name of Jesus that he has no power or dominion. We bind him even now that, Lord, he can't play those games no more. Set your people free. Set your children free. Open the blinded eyes. Lord, heal. Lord, bondages. Heal broken hearts. Lord, Lord, you promise. We claim the promises of Isaiah 61 that said you set the captives free, that you heal the broken heart, that you give us the spirit of joy. Suicide spirit, let it be gone. Lord, joy, give us back our joy. Give us back our deliverance. Give us back everything you promised that is ours.